welcome to another episode of 40 Coach Soccer Podcast. Soccer Podcast for us, by us. Let's talk about your section of black culture and soccer. Got your boy here, Grego here. Got the crew in here with me tonight. Got me and Mark on a, on a Monday, if no less. Like, what's going on with you, man? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Uh, it's been some uh, changes in the personal life lately, but overall, um, you know, I'm doing well. Just watched, uh, just went up to Virginia. Beautiful drive through North Carolina. I'm sure you're very familiar with Grego. Um, yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, uh, can't complain, man. I'm here. I have my health, and I'm here with y'all. That's what's up, man. Devin, the dude, man. Like, yo, like for those of y'all that don't know, like, of course. We- Devin and the work he does with the Washington Spirit, man, like the dude's a hero out, out these streets, man. Like I, I, I got, I got to let him know, man. What's, what's good with you, man? I am but one man, just you know, trying to make a difference in life. Um, I'm good, man. I'm out here, like just like Mark. A lot of life adjustments, so just trying to piece it all together, you know. But we're out here, vibes and caffeine. It's the motto. Always, man. Always. No, you know what? It's like, of course, for those of y'all that don't know, of course, like I, I'm the primary person that runs most of the FTC social. So like I, I but of course I try to keep tabs of my my of our guys like on the socials. So of course I got like notifications like hey when somebody tweets and everything, yo, the the stuff that Devin posted for the morning, like yo, like it, like it'll make you want to run through a wall, but they have I'm ready to take on the whole world, man. Like like I said, Devin Devin out here out here doing the doing, doing the good work, man. Trying and to motivate last, my people, man. I will say I, I take it and uh I appreciate it every morning. I'm just like, yeah. Up oh. <laughs> and uh, last but not least is the ho- the homie of all homies, TK on the ones and twos. What's up, man? Same old, same old. Just uh, trying to survive now. I feel like we could. We should sing a song. I'm gonna sing it right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, I had to do you, it. We tried to, because man, nah, like, dude, that was. I, if we like, go back and listen to the record, I'm sure it's pitch accurate. If it's not, <laughs> come at my false, degree. That falsetto is is not is not easy. Just so you know, like I, I remember when I could hit those notes, and then my voice dropped and said, "Nah, you ain't doing that no more." So, yeah, that's believe it's still a voice a voice of God over here. But you know, we, we just living. We just we just loving. Song ready uh, generation. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. I, like I said, we we, uh, we were off, you know, for the other Independence Day uh, week and everything. And we're, and we're back at it, uh, riding up into the the, the All Star Game uh, coming up next week. The the Women's World Cup coming up um, in a little, little over a week, and uh, the women just had uh, their sitting off game out in San Jose um, on Sunday. And uh, so we got, we got a little bit to talk about. Of course, uh, thank you guys for checking us out through the podcast apps, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Anchor. I heard Stitcher's going away. So for those of y'all who might listen to us on Stitcher, find another app. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, the, that's the easiest way I can tell you because apparently they're going away next month. But um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been um. Uh, a, a lot of stuff's been um, been going on, and uh, of course, there were a lot of games uh, that happened over on the men's side, uh, both uh, internationally and in MLS. Um, I wanted to hit up first on the Gold Cup because 
I'm I, I'm I'm intrigued by what's what's happening right now because of course um, as of this recording on uh, Sunday night the U.S. played Canada all the way up to PKs and I was hoping to get Coach Tony up on this episode because um, like the, the the keepers have been doing their thing lately you know they've had Matt Turner doing his thing up, up in, uh, against Canada. Um, uh, my man Young Trafford uh, with, the, with the England U21s like he, he came out the hero in, in, in the final like it's, 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 it's been it's a good time right it's a good time right now to be the keepers TK like uh, I honestly like can I, can I be can I be honest with y'all I kind of I, I wanted us to lose last night so I, I, I want I, for selfish reasons for selfish reasons because uh, I want Atlanta to you know have miles and time for Atlanta next not this weekend but we, we pulled it through so right. I guess popping these it. bottles not tonight <laughs> <laughs> but um I've, I've, I've been I've been getting into some spirited debates lately on, on the socials and I, I, I wanted to get y'all's thoughts on, on how the U.S. has done so far in the in the Gold Cup. Uh, what, what, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, so I think the first thing that I noticed about the so I'll admit, you know, like at least before the Gold Cup started, you know, I wasn't necessarily um, paying close attention to like the lead up and what would the expectations were and so on. So the first thing that jumped out to me is the squad, right? Clearly, mm-hmm. uh, the players from the uh, big European teams, right? So, like your Christian Pulisic, your Yunus Musas, um, your uh, right uh, Westons. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. they're not gonna, they're not there, um, and I, I'm very okay with that. You know what I mean? I think that um, it's it's the U.S. and the, the I guess you could say the other big countries as well. I mean, Canada, Mexico. Um, are in an interesting spot because it's clear that you know they need to step up the competition that they face but Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily think it's a good thing for them to like totally leave Concacaf behind right um right but like with the u.s in particular they have enough of a talent of a pool of players to where you know they could put essentially what would be a b squad um and i do think there's value in finding out about these players right so, right. like, Absolutely. someone like a Cade Cowell, for example, I think is a real interesting player, you know? Like, uh, just this combination of physicality um, and yeah, and overall athleticism, really. Um, pretty decent touches on the ball as well, at least from what I've seen. Um, you know, I can, I can tell why... I can see why people are excited about him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, overall, I think they've they've held themselves well. Um, I think probably the stiffest competition they faced was versus Jamaica, who I think like has a real shout at, at having the actual best squad in this particular competition. So that 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 attacking line is no joke, and I feel like if if we didn't have the backline that we had, we would have been in real trouble mm-hmm. because obviously they were able to score on. Uh, on us uh, pretty early during that fr- during that opener, and uh, we were able to sneak back with a, with a with a goal to tie the game from uh, Brandon Vasquez. But um, but yeah, like I, I, I that like I was talking about it in one of our many uh, culture chats earlier, and I feel like 
Jamaica, of course, with USA, Canada, Mexico already automatically qualified for 2026. We, there's still basically three and a possible um, spots uh, available for um, that are still open. And I, I think Jamaica should be in a good position as long as they keep going where they're going and they keep, you know, you know, growing their roster. I don't see why they shouldn't make the the World Cup uh, in 2026. But um, but yeah, I think that just given the squad that we have, I think that on on their on their best day, they could probably beat us. Yeah. I mean, they definitely have the players. They're definitely, you know, the players that they are, uh, you know, up and coming with and um, looking to support. I mean, it's a it's a bold statement, Cotton. Cotton, let's see how it pays off for him. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you been watching TK? I'm not going to say it's a bold statement, but it's... It, it would be like one of those off games, or you know, or I'll say right. off. Yeah. It, it would be like one of those games. Yeah, like, I guess trap match. Kind of like, like the one um, mm-hmm. back in 2015, where it's like, yeah, sometimes your best game just happens to catch catches on on a, on a bad day, and it happens. It absolutely happens. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, outside of that, I think yeah, you've got it's a pretty handful of talented players in the squad. Um, I don't want to see more from Antonio, but other than that, but not uh, one, one guy that that's near and dear to my heart because he's a he's a North Carolina guy as well is Jaluka uh, uh, Buzio. Like I definitely want to see more of him. I think that he's growing that's up, my guy, um, um, in front of our eyes. Uh, uh, it's funny because since. Uh, since, of course, a certain Greek American on, on Fox Sports so- Soccer uh, made this list, I- I've been getting in very spirited debates on the socials the past couple of days, and and like I feel like Jesus Ferreira really it. I think he has a lot of potential. I think that. Some, for some reason, he's getting the bad rap that he's only uh, performing against these small teams. But I'm like, that's all he's really been up against. Uh, you can like, only play who's in front of you, dog. Yeah, and like, you gotta remember, like, it's like how old is uh Ferrari? Like maybe 21. I think he's 21. Yeah. And um, like it's like he still has a ton of time to go as far as just developing into the the player that he wants to be um, and, I, and I think that you know all of that will come in time hopefully you know he'll be moving over to Europe pretty soon and he'll be able to push it even more uh, and and you know be able to push for a higher spot on the depth chart and I think that where it stands right now is probably clear um Lauren Balogun and, and Ricardo Pepe as far as one and two, and from there it, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of a uh, the, that race awesome. for third because you, you still have uh, Josh Sargent, you still got Jordan Peefock, you still got Brandon Vasquez, you still got Haji Wright. Like this, it's, it's funny because like for like most of last cycle we were we, like, we were like maybe like one or two strikers deep. Now suddenly we got like. <laughs> 
like five or six because like you still got Daryl DK who's uh, come uh, uh, who's injured right. right now. It's like oh, if you really him. start like if you start going down the list, it's like oh we actually got some options here. And it's just a matter of like we got to hopefully we got to find time to see like who might fit at this particular time because we got nothing but time right now. But um, yeah, it's uh, I I like Ferreira. I think that you know he he he's a different wrinkle from. Uh, from the other strikers, yeah, I was I was listening to an uh, interview with uh, Reggie Cannon last week. Which, if y'all haven't done so already, please go listen. To it. That's actually a really good interview. Um, but like he was talking about like how he kind of sees him as someone who can play a nine, he can drop back to a ten, he could be a striker. Strikers like he's pretty versatile, and I think that we're just seeing the just the tip of the iceberg as far as what Ferrero will be able to. Um, to offer, but uh, of course, uh, well, we got our, our boy Miles is, is, is back healthy again, playing well. Last night he almost gave the game away, but right. I don't hold that against him. Right? <laughs> I don't know what happened last night, but like, it, it just he kept it. The, the handballs, he just it just kept coming. Like, like the first one, he got, he got away with. That second one, it's uh, like yeah, like yeah, <laughs> you. you, you that, that, that was on you. I mean, sometimes the, the ball bounces that way, but it happens. But uh, Burn the tape, my guy. Burn the tape. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, of course, uh, next we got Panama um, in the semifinals. I mean, I think our toughest our toughest opponent was going to be Canada, so I think we should be okay for the semis. Mm-hmm. But, again, we got the American Di Matteo, so you know, we got to figure out what we gonna, what's going to happen. Yeah. Is that what we were really doing? The American hey, Di Matteo? Hey, that that, that is what Yogi that is what Yogi negotiated Ooh. with me because I kept because he wanted me to call him the American Mourinho. So oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I would have. You cer- certainly got backlash for that. I'm, 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 <laughs> that would have been mad account. disrespectful. Yeah, I mean, yo, sure. I mean, it's not my fault that that he he His name is BJ. He, he led the U.S. Mourinho. to their biggest win over Mexico ever. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> His name is BJ. The, 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 the results are there. That's all, I, that's all I can tell you. That's all I can tell you. No. <laughs> JM distinguished. BJ. <laughs> Come on. But no, man. like I, I think that with oh, and and, and and mind you, that that loss was so bad that Mexico ended up firing their coach. So true. So true. I, I'll, 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 hey, all I do is, re- is report the results. That's all I do. <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger, man. But uh, uh, media card. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think that we should be able to make it to the final. Um, I'm trying to think because me- does Mexico play Jamaica? They have to, right? I mean, because Jamaica won. Um, let's see. Yeah, see, I told y'all we have. Yeah, it's Jamaica versus Mexico in the other semi. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 Yeah, I'm. I'm curious about that one. Like that should be a tasty uh, matchup. Yeah. Yeah. I think that one should be good. That was at um. Okay. Yeah. That was out in Vegas. Um. On Wednesday. Vegas so. all the matches. No. It's 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 the summer. It's summertime. TK. So you know, we, like, <laughs> I, I was talking to uh Jake from uh, Black Fires from Fifty Plus Dunner, and like. Even even without the European season going on, like 
there's st- there's still soccer going on. So it's like you never had to get off you never had to get off the bike. You never have to. Yeah, so, technically, you don't. But if you know the Euro calendar, they're about to go on vacation for a month. No, they're about to get back. To they'll be, like, yeah, they're, they'll be back next week, bro. Yeah. yeah. Not not the soccer players, the rest of the Europeans, mainly the oh, French. I, I don't. I, I got nothing to do with that. I, I, if you know, this is how I started the sentence. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, like, I, I I'm hoping to catch our sisters from Shea Butter before they get on on this flight to to Australia and um do some type of preview episode um. <laughs> for the World Cup, but uh, I know that uh, the women, the U.S. women had their send-off game against uh, against Wales on Sunday, and one of the things that kind of stuck out to me, and what, and I actually I, I happened to see it talked about on, on Morning Footy um, this morning on, on Monday is the players who did not play. Uh, so it looked like we had Julie Ursa didn't play, Rosa Velda didn't play, Megan Rapino, which oh, we're about to get into in a second as far as uh, news about her. She didn't play. Um, Alyssa Nair didn't play. Um, mind you, we uh, we got word while we, while we were away that uh, that Becky Sauerbrunn not um, uh, wasn't going to be made the roster because she's hurt. <sighs> even even with the win, even with Trinity Rodman. Short a brace. I am worried. I am. I am. I'm like we 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 limp into to the to to, to, uh, to the airplane. Mm-hmm. We're limping. Indeed. <laughs> and uh, and um, go ahead, go ahead, Devin. No. Um. So Nair did play actually last night, but um, she still has not been um the 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 to the standard that she normally is. Um, she's been having a, a terrible NWSL season. Um, but yeah, overall, yeah, we're, we're definitely hurt right now. Um, Rose was already, you know, Rose got hurt on the last international window and she mm-hmm. was supposed to just be out for a week or so. And we haven't seen her since. Ooh. So yeah we'll see what happens with her there um i i truly pray to god to the gods that we don't break her like we did sam mewis mm-hmm. um because it feels it feels borderline at this point um yeah i mean just a lot of the players are you know shells of their former selves just trying to get by um obviously as we, i know we'll talk about more in um in, further extent you know Rapino's retiring at the end of the season so it's kind of like the last mm-hmm. hurrah for her um mm-hmm. you know it's it, we're, we're definitely dealing we're definitely relying on the young people um this time around and um we'll see how Finally. it goes yeah I'm, I'm, imagine if they had done this two years ago be like hey we actually are going to go ahead and just start ushering this this youth movement but no we just say hey we're going we're gonna to keep hanging on to the to the OGs and that that's a the old, the, men or women like the the longer you wait it it's, it becomes a risk you know it driving and we are like depending on the younger players almost out of really out of necessity right but then yeah. it's still players that should have been on the plane like Sam Coffee Casey Kruger you know 
players that play positions that we may that, that we look, are lacking it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like we might struggle what in, right? That? So it's like I'm in, I'm really in, I'm really in two minds about the U.S. women right now because you know part of me is like wow they haven't even really seen meaning like the world stage the global stage hasn't really seen Sophia Smith or Rodman or um, I guess I should call it Trinity. I'll call it Trinity. Uh, Trinity, uh, yeah, Alyssa Thompson, right? You know, I just keep thinking to myself, man, I didn't even know about them. But then, yeah, you know, like, is this really a balanced team? Is this a team that can win uh, major tournaments? Because I do think uh, the play in the women's game, it's it's gotten sophisticated to the point where you can't just, like, uh, win, you know, throw a bunch of forwards on the field and outscore your opponent, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and so I am curious about, or like, okay, if Alex Morgan is not available for whatever reason, um, does that change how we play? Because it does feel like even with the plethora of forwards that Alex Morgan playing that striker role seems pretty important to Vlatko and, you know, the system. So, I, you know, I just... So, so I have thoughts on that because, and I think I, I, I mentioned this like kind of in, in, uh, in the chat yesterday. So like... Let, let's let's rewrite a, a bit. Um, those of y'all that remember Clint Dempsey, like post twenty fourteen, mm-hmm. basically like when he was um, playing striker full time more than anything. Because like beforehand, he was playing like second striker on the wing, things like that. But like towards the end, he was pretty much like just up front. Well, when did he come back and, to MLS or uh, come to MLS? Uh, twenty thirteen. Okay, twenty thirteen. Yeah, and. You know, like, of course, he was slowing out a bit, you know, you know, just a, a, a meteor than he used to be. So he's like, he's using that body, you know, to, to, to do his thing up, up top. And, but at the same time, like, we had players that were coming even then that were like, hey, we have a whole lot of speed that we have available. And we got this slow mug up front, you know, you know, yeah, he scores, but it, it, it's, it doesn't fit what we have. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was telling yesterday that when Trinity uh, had her goals, you had Trinity, Sophia Smith, Lynn Williams, um, in, in, um, in your attacking the front line. Yeah. And I'm like, that they all fit. They all like, they're fast. They're, they can finish. And I said, if, if, like I said, if, if we're just seeing the beginning of, of, if we're seeing the, the beginning of, Trinity as a real finisher, yeah, buddy. That's buddy. That's the thing. Like Trinity's so interesting because, like, right now she definitely seems more comfortable on the wing. And mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. if you if you look at like the, uh, I guess you could say the underlying numbers, progressive numbers. Like she's really good at like balls into the final third, getting into the final third. Um, <laughs> but it's just that. You know the, I guess that instinctual finishing that's still, which a lot of player, a lot of players at this age um, don't quite have yet. You know what I mean? Um, and so, and I do wonder, you know, things like uh, hold up play. Even though, like, I actually think her hold up play is pretty decent, and she just takes so much punishment in the league. Um, you know, but I, I, I do wonder, you know, could she play uh, like? Central, yeah, and specifically central forward, like versus a tough opponent, versus like a Germany in a in a quarterfinal, versus a Brazil in the semifinal, something like that. But I do think like it just that position requires so much sophistication that um, 
you know, to throw her in there if we needed to. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm curious to see how that would uh, play out. I'm gonna hold my thought up because, like, of course, Devin, you see her every week, so it's like, like, what what are your thoughts? No, um, honestly, like, yeah, she plays in the wing against us, and I think that's the best utilization of her talents. She's such an attacker. She will come straight at you. She can. She will sauce you up. She will, you know, cross you up. Um, and I just think, I think we're it, it's hindering her a little bit. To have her center front and center um she mm-hmm. needs to play on that wing um like you said just her sophia smith i mean just look at both of the look at both of the goals last mm-hmm. night right the mm-hmm. first goal she was attacking down the wing you know just wide open essentially just she was so fast that all you know all they had to do was literally just skirt it over and that was a tapping for her and then just the way that she completely created her own chance um with the second goal was absolutely amazing so i think i i truly think on the wing is where she needs to be i think that's where she utilizes her talent best um and yeah i mean we'll see what happens against against stronger opponents down the line um but i do think she's up for the task yeah like i kind of see her and timothy way kind of the same vein where it's like right now they're best they're better off on the win Uh now as they get older and more seasoned and more and be able to deliver a, a different physical game basically I think that there's definitely potential for them to be up front as an up top striker, but you're just not there yet. Like, like you, that that takes that takes years of just like you know knowing yourself, knowing your body, knowing you know how to play defenders off of what you do. And I I would say like possibly like for the next cycle that might be a thing, but like right now, yeah, keep her out on the wing. I think that um, if something was to happen to Alex Morgan, I think. Lynn Williams would probably be um, the, the choice up top. Yeah, but um, but yeah, like as I said yesterday, uh, Lynn, uh, Trinity is a starter. Like you need to figure out a way to like get her. Absolutely, mm-hmm. she's an absolute X factor as far as because and her finishing is superb. Like her finishing is yeah. sublime at that. Yeah, because like I, I like just from like where she was like six months ago compared to now, it's like yeah, it's like the confidence is there. It's, it's 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 coming right before our eyes, and yeah, like it, 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 she she could be um, in line for like a real breakout tournament, regardless of what happens with the team as a whole. Like you'd be like, yeah, like we know her name now. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, like hopefully we can get uh, Sky and Silves uh, on just to like get like a full breakdown as far as like what what she'll be looking for um, uh, when the tournament starts. Uh, I believe their first game is actually the same day as the All Star game. Um, so it's so, the day after. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how the d- time difference works. But I, d- I just know most of these games are like late over here, so I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll be able to do like the the, the four o'clock in the morning games. I, I don't know about that, but we'll we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Luckily, the first two group stage matches are at nine p.m. But yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's the one against. Um, against Portugal. That's going to be at yeah, 3 a.m. So, yeah, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm, now, I'm a night owl, but I don't know if I, if I can stretch it to, like, 5 o'clock to watch the whole game. Like, I, I might catch, like, the first 15 and be like, okay, 
I'll see y'all later. <laughs> do you Man, stay up I'm, for it or do you wake up early? God. That's what, no, I, thank no, you. you. I was just about to say up. it was like that for Qatar. It was you'd wake up for a four thirty, five AM kick. Yeah, that's what like, you gotta uh, wake up for it, man. You can't you can't stay up for that. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, 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 I'm young enough to where I, I can, I can still think about it, but I'm old enough to where like, nah. I, don't know I gave those, I gave up that life a long time ago. <laughs> Wake me up, so let me get a cup of coffee or a Celsius or something like that, and and then I'll be rocking. But if I stay up, don't even, I won't make it. I'm not yeah. gonna make my it. Man, my <laughs> man said I got a, I got a nap date at about eleven. <laughs> <laughs> but before we. We jump off the women real quick. I, I'll be. Uh, we have to hit up on the news that came out uh, this past week, where, of course, with Becky Sauerbrunn being being out of uh, the World Cup, a new captain had to be announced for the U.S. It was announced late last week that Lindsey Horan, Alex Morgan, would be our captains. Now, for those of y'all that have seen our socials, that have seen. Uh, Shea Butter socials, pretty much the whole uh, and beyond. Uh, there has definitely been a campaign for Crystal Dunn to be our captain, which she is more than deserving of. <sighs> I can actually understand Alex Morgan. Like, yeah, all these, all these considered, she's been in the trenches. She, she, she she's got the experience. She, this she's is what her fourth. 2019. Yeah. 15, 19. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but Lindsey Horan, you know, Carly's tag team partner. That's why. Yeah. You, you said got it. Got a problem with that one. <laughs> got a problem with that one. Got a problem with that one, dog. Um, and it, I'm pretty sure, you know, amongst her teammates, she she might she like she might just be liked. But all I can do is look at it from the outside, and I'm like. Mm. This this has disaster mm. written all over it, and just another example of how, you know, you have clearly you have someone who has sacrificed so much for this team to be successful, and you're not, you know, giving her the honor of, of making her captain, which I, I think Crystal Dunn absolutely deserves. I'm just yeah, I, I look at that group and. It just seemed like she was a natural fit. I don't understand, you know, not really sure. I'm not, like, okay, we, we've already said it, right? The elephant in the room about uh, Lindsay Horan and why she has the clout that she does. But, you know, if you remove that, like, what, what clout does she have? Like, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Um, I don't get what, where her pedigree is coming from. And it, it, this goes back to, you know, the whole handing down of the number 10 and all that. It just, I don't know. It's, it, like, I, I don't think it's, like, a personal, like, nothing against Crystal Dunn, but definitely not appreciating enough what she means to this team. And, you know, I guess her career overall um, with the national team. And, it, you know, Part of this too, like whenever we talk about Crystal Dunn, I think about uh, they always say that the league play and particular NWSL play is important. But like 
not, it, apparently it, it seems to fall short. It just seems to not matter as much when uh, conversations of Crystal Dunn come up, whether it's you know the mm-hmm. position that we play that she plays, you know the role she has on the team, and you know keep in mind like especially among the black players, like she is one of the elder statesmen at this point, you know, yeah. and you can see uh, what she means. Uh, well, to, I think to the group as a whole, but in particular uh, to the young black players, of which there are many. So you know, it. Yeah, it's confusing. It's 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 a. Uh, it's not surprising, I guess, but no. it's not really defensible, in my opinion. Yeah. What you think um, about that, Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Devin. Now, it, I mean, yeah, follow up with a lot of what Mark just said, right? I mean, it's definitely not surprising. Like, I mean, you could have, if we honestly, you know, put a bet out, like, who the captain is going to be, if, if you had said something else other than Lindsay Horan, like, you know, you, you just haven't been following along. Um, but, yeah, it absolutely does suck. Um, look at Look at her contributions to her team, you know, right now, Portland are, you know, top of the table. If, or they're right up there if they're not top of the table right this second. Um, she plays midfield. She covers the whole team there. She contributes massively, mm-hmm. whether it's scoring or assisting in the lineup. So just her, you know, her on-field and off-field contributions um, in Portland make her a big deal. So it's... You know why doesn't that translate over to the national team as mark just said um it's very unfortunate because uh you know they kind of it is you see how important she is so it's like we need to have you on the team but just take a back seat like you know just you know we understand how good you are so we're going to have you on the team but we're going to stuff you back here um Mm. because you know we need this person to shine a little bit brighter for whatever reason um i mean look at her look at haran's contributions at leon right i mean she's definitely um you know she she takes a back seat a little bit if you yeah. if to to all the other players i mean honestly if you if you think of leon like lindsey haran's the fifth sixth player that you would even think of when you when it comes to that team so you know it it just her her importance to that team compared to this team it's it it seems greatly outweighed and you know no disrespect to Lindsay at all like i mean you know you we need you at this point like i hope you do well for for the sake you know for the uh position that you you're given but um you know, uh, yeah, Crystal definitely deserved it, and um, you know, shocked but not surprised. What you got, Chico? It just felt like token black shit. Yeah, I mean, the, the, our presence has definitely grown um, from, especially from the last World Cup, but. Um, yes yeah, it just well, it, it's definitely sorry, still feels like, like a senior no, no. level. I get, I get what you're saying, but like. It is feel it still feels like we're not valued like we should be. And yeah. And that and that's, that's really kinda what it is, I feel like. I don't know, I feel like yeah, it's like, oh sure, we can't deny our 
young talent who happens to be black <laughs> but you know we, we'll, we'll bring him on the plane we got to bring him on the plane or whatever but maybe not even like that but just like i don't know it just seems like like the diversity hire like hey guys we should we should be including someone right hmm. like you're, you're forgetting about the person we should be including like not so I, I don't know it just feels like there's like a little bit of tone deafness in the room but i don't know you, you guys covered it a little more i, I feel not stronger words about it that i just don't want to really kind of <laughs> no, I, 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 I totally get it it's uh it's, it's a frustrating thing and i think that it it would have been a really dope tribute especially with someone who's given uh given birth to a child in the pet and uh, during the cycle who's you know, again she's been such a selfless player to the overall good of the team um despite you know because it's beyond clear by now she's not a fullback she's not <laughs> and but they, they keep sticking her back there and say hey you just hold it down for us back there and and you know do do your thing when you can but it she's deserving of a lot more than that and you know it's it's one of those things where uh, as she gets older it's like you wonder if, if that appreciation is going to truly come from the national because of course it doesn't come from from us it, it comes from you know the, the people in Grosso, Woso, all of them. Like we, we, the streets recognize Crystal Dunn. She has always been that woman. So, yeah, it's it's uh it's, it's frustrating. But um, one one last thing before we um uh, wrap this up with the course. You know, again, it's 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 the silly season, and the silly season has hit the American players. And I have to say, congrats to. Mark and TK ah. US agent is no longer <laughs> a Chelsea player <laughs> he's gone I've dreamed of times he's like this <laughs> I see him flying over he's flying over our faithful hero Christian Pulisic is headed uh, to Who? AC Who? Milan Who? His government name. He's not. He's not always uh, U.S. agent, but you know he's. he's to, to me, he is. In the streets, but um, yeah, he is heading to AC Milan. And interesting, interestingly enough, it sounds like they might be playing him as a ten instead of like out in the wing. And that's the thing. I'm, he actually I'm, might I'm get actually a chance to cook. I'm actually intrigued. Uh, AC, dude, if they keep Leal. Um, which he just, you know, extended the contract. Yeah. But things happen in football. Like, uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm just saying, the man could be tempted, in my opinion. But um, I, I, I truly believe in the project that AC Milan have going on. There's a lot of similarities to Chelsea, to be totally honest. And it's not just because they're taking Chelsea players. Um, but they love them hopefully, Chelsea this player. all works out so we can get Big Mike uh, coming and playing in blue on, you know, as a as a flip flop for. All. We gave them RLC, so they have a, a center, a midfielder who's dynamic, box to box, they can use, um, who could be a ten, um, you know, mm-hmm. should be an eight at minimum, mm-hmm. but whatever. Agreed. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, AC Milan's gonna look really, really 
good next year. I'm, I'm intrigued to see how they do in Europe, honestly. Yeah, definitely. Um, the, uh, it's funny that we that uh, Yogi and I were talking about Union Berlin um, during the last episode. I think we were talking about um, Tyler Adams going there, but instead, it's actually uh, Brendan Aronson who is heading there on loan from Leeds. Of course, Leeds got relegated from the Premier League uh, this past year, so they're trying to offload uh, some talent while they while they reassemble. But um, um, I definitely like that. Move. I like that move a lot. Of course, Union has um, they're playing in the Champions League this year, so he'll be able to get that exposure um, under his belt. Uh, of course, Bundesliga being not just a top league, but also a top league for American players. So, like, I, I think that. That's actually a really good move for him. Um, the one, the one move I actually found interesting because not only was uh, Milan interested in U.S. agent, they were also interested in Yunus Musa. However, oh. it, se- it sounds like he may be heading back home to London to play for Fulham. I don't know about that one, man. No, what? this is a good move too, man. Fulham have a good project going on. Yeah. I think you're. You're missing some things here, Greg. Okay, fill me in. Fill me in. Say, give it to me. Dude, do you remember them last year, man? Yeah. Like, they were an upset team. I'm not going to say they're like a Brentford, but they have a small pitch. Like, they know how to play compact football. I feel like if you get, who's it, Fabio Silva now? Mm -hmm. Uh, If you get, um, dude, yeah, he's a defensive kind of manager anyway. They have uh, William on another. contract renewal for another year i believe as well so like man i, I think that's a, an ambitious project they're in london they're in the premier league like it's it's all full go you i know, mean con con owns that team still so it's a piggyback yeah. off of that you know marco silva is the coach you know of course he had time at uh everton but uh i forget who he was with before that uh Watford. huh yeah that's right and then they got mad, and you know, that was a whole weird situation. I thought I thought that was uh, overplayed, by the way. But um, yeah, and I mean Everton, you know, Everton haven't been a good outfit for a number of years now, anyway. So I wouldn't necessarily hold that against them. But you know, Marcus Silva, I think, has a bit of pedigree, and I agree. Like I thought, Paul Fulham played some pretty decent football. I mean, I know everybody beat Chelsea last year, but they uh, they joined in in the party as well. Um, but no, I I like uh, that move for him. And honestly, man, and I'm not just saying this because I'm primarily watch Prem, but I think it's I think it's fair to say that you know the Premier League is definitely the best league in the world at this point, or most competitive on an mm-hmm. individual basis, right? So not even just talking about like league places. I mean, you know, City have won this league. Uh, is it four years in a row now? Um, four out of three. Yeah. Four out of five. Right, yeah. four out of five. So three in a row, right? Um, but I, yeah, in terms of, you know, think about some of the, the midfielders that Musa would go up against in the, within the Premier League. I think that'd be good for him. I like it. I, you know, I think he'd be able to, uh, really maximize his talent in that league as well. Because I think he can be like a dynamic box box midfielder. Like, oh, yeah, whenever definitely. the U.S., you know, get together, to me, he is one of, if not the player that stands out in the group you know with his play with his dynamism that the match versus England in the World Cup I thought it was phenomenal 
you know i i like yeah i i like the premier league move for him actually i know fulham is not exciting on paper but honestly fulham probably has a bigger budget than uh a lot of the big teams your milan's even you know so good point you know yo Khan is redoing the the stadium in jacksonville Tell, he got money yeah i saw, <laughs> yeah, I saw the the, um, the 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 renderings for that one like if he pulled that one crazy I, bro. I, I, I that 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 place looked insane but um yeah you know, crazy course, like they already have a pool inside <laughs> well, keep in mind with uh with uh with with musa of course he's a he's a he's a london kid of course he's obviously he's eligible for the u.s but he's born in london uh, grew up um, in the Arsenal system, hailing uh, kid with um, with Bukayo Saka. So you know, there might be that pull for him just just to go home in general. So I get they that. They just point. bought Jorginho from us, man. That's not happening. Um, but I, and, and to Mark's point, he needs to stay. He needs to be in the prem, and it's going to be really. He, if the United States want to be successful in this World Cup of 2026. They need Musa in the Prem for as long as possible. A, this first year, perfect with Fulham. Let them bulk up and really adjust to the physicality, like Mark said. And then next year, he's going to take off, bro. He's going to be going like he might be Conte in, in two years, straight up. Mm. Okay. Like at, at, like the, the genesis at Leicester. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm. okay. I hear y'all. So who, who, I, I, he he, I, he won the league there before he won the league here. Before <laughs> I, you know, in blue. Okay, I'll take y'all word for it. I'll take y'all word for it. Um, I'm trying to think of um, who else. Uh, of course, uh, McKinney's still looking for a new home. He's looking at um, Ed Dortmund. Um, who else? Uh, uh, yo, a- a- again, Matt Turner. Uh, Pepe. Matt Turner needs 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 to, you know, he's too good to be Play? a backup artist. Yeah. <laughs> like, anybody saw that game against, against Canada, saw that uh, PK performance, he needs to be playing. I think he's fine. I, I honestly, I, like, I, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it just because he plays for us. But I think honestly. Um, so obviously, he plays like our Champions League matches and stuff, right? And or the Champions League would be League Cup and FA Cup. Yeah, play, yeah, he yeah. Played, okay. He played the okay. na- all the national cups. Yeah, that's what I meant. I'm sorry, but um. I think he he needs that experience first. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I I respect him as the number one, and like you said, the performance was amazing. But I still think he needs that that growth, that just you know, that just enough experience right there, um, where you know he can he can kind of learn a little bit more. And I don't know. Like, I I, I just I, I hear what you're saying, absolutely, mm. and, I, and I'm not saying you're wrong, but I still think he can do like one more year where he is, and then you know, let's get something for him. I hear Honestly, you. Um, come to Chelsea. I, I, I would rather I would rather him than Kepa, bro. And <laughs> it's funny that you like, say I that. I will take TK. him on loan and, and start him straight up. It's funny that you say that, TK, because. <laughs> Well, um, I was talking to Yogi on Twitter uh, this morning, and the spot that I said I was like, if it wasn't if it wasn't for the, for them being the biggest rival, I'd be like, he could easily be uh, Lloris's, uh successor. Uh, mm. like, like, oh, that would be a good shot. That's actually almost a better one. I feel like because Tottenham is a, a mess, but that's the thing—he'll never know how to win. That's not good for the United States. <laughs> oh no! Hey, it's never good. For, it's not. It's it. not good for you. 
I was just saying, it's not good for the United States. Like, if that's the global picture we're talking about here, as you know, yeah, you, some you, sort of no, US centric. I have no rebuttal for that. Not wrong. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. That's all. That's and I like to Don't see the lie. <laughs> no, well, uh, how Harry about uh, speaking of Yogi on Twitter? You see, um, you see my man who was like uh, Turner could steal the spot from Ramsdale with this play. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how, that's how the conversation <laughs> got going. It was like. Yeah, like there, there, there's honestly there's, there's like a, a solid ten teams at least in in, um, in the EPL where he probably could start. Yeah, Arsenal just ain't one of them. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. And they're, yeah. and they're not selling Ramsdale for a billion dollars like like what we just I'm pretty sure we we've spoken with us a couple times, but like Ramsdale should be the, the England number one. Yeah. I don't know why there's there's still hate on the Pickford, but dude, he's he, ridiculous. But um, it what should be Ramsdale, and yeah, like I I don't see like I said, that's why I'm like I don't see a, a solid avenue for uh, Turner, and of course it's it's I definitely hear what you're saying, Devin. Of course, keep in mind, of course next year, um, of course you have. The nation's lead that leads to the Copa America. So I'm like, I I worry that he won't get enough games to where he'll be as sharp as he should be. Maybe 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 like in the second half of the season, depending on where the uh, uh, Arsenal is with the cup competitions. Maybe he seeks out a loan just to, hey, just to get some 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 more consistent playing time going into those tournaments. But yeah, like he like. Yeah, he needs. So, to, where does he go? Does he take over in two years? If we're if we're on Devin's plan, if he goes a year and remains at Arsenal, plays cup games, and then no, he, he gets sold elsewhere. Con- sure, like I said, as long as Ramsdale's healthy, he's, like I said, he's England number one. He's this, going this what I'm saying. Where does he go? Like, give me two options. You know? Uh, I guess we gotta look at what the you know. Let me let me look. Let me back then. Let me look at. Give yeah. me one option then. <laughs> All these considered. Could go to Everton, but yeah. Um, <laughs> how how old is Pickford? Do we know? He, he's, he's still pretty young. Like maybe uh, 28? Uh, 28? Yeah, is that too old? So maybe yeah, one of the promoted I mean, teams. He's he, he 29. I mean, yeah, definitely any any, any team that's promoted. Oh, but um, well, yeah. actually, uh, Horvath is their starter, isn't he? Actually, no, yeah, he, so, they, 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 um, they he turned was. down he's his um, his contract, so he's going back to uh, Nottingham. Nottingham so, yeah. Uh, that, interesting. That, yeah, that's a, that, yeah, that, yeah, I heard about that last week. That was uh, a, apparently that's a very unpopular choice. Because um, wasn't well, he there. part of uh, – anyway, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yep, yes, he was. Yep. <sighs> Word. But um, Bad business. Yeah. It happens like that sometimes. But, um, but yeah uh, – course uh, this the summer is uh is is rolling along and um you know like so we'll we'll definitely uh get you guys um tuned in as, as soon as we uh, have have news uh, of course on the pods on the socials and, and and all that jazz um want to give a quick shout out to uh our homie uh chris and uh, and the black diamonds out in uh, New mexico united We've been working on a project with them, with uh, with their uh, supporter jerseys. Uh, you can, I believe their their pre order just ended. But however, for those of y'all who just who made made your order for your jerseys, but you still want to get your name sets, hit us up at ftcutd.com forward slash shop. 
hit us up for the promo code. We got we got you covered, and we'll um, and we'll actually I believe the jerseys will get mailed to to me specifically, and, and, I, and then I would um, uh, press the name sets and all that jazz. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting um, getting those jerseys in and getting those done. Of course, for all, all you all of the rest of y'all out there. Got jerseys. You got the all-star jerseys um, uh, that just came out. You got the, the new uh, European jerseys that just came out. Um, uh, did, did, you did, y'all, did y'all see uh, Toronto's uh, new third kit? Like the Toronto was killer, man. What also, it? I, I, at first I didn't like it, but then Mark's posted it again, and I had to relook. Yeah, I mean, like that because like didn't Toronto's carnival just happen? By the way, like I know it's like it's like carnival season, so it's like Kia yeah, Caravan is actually usually around this time. Let me check. Yeah, yeah, I, it's yeah. We missed the July opportunity August. to talk about Canada Day. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the only one I know. <laughs> Cause like Carabana was the last place I went before the pandemic. So. Damn. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> August third to August seventh, apparently. Okay. Okay. But yeah, yeah. They they just dropped a, a new third course. The the rumor and in the new window was that we'll be getting one here in Atlanta um, next month. Actually, from what I've heard, two other teams are getting um, third kits as well. So I'm very curious as far as like what um, what those teams will get. One of them might have a certain Argentinian player um, in them, but hey, we'll see. We'll see when when that drops. Uh, it, like I, I at least like the the culture connection that are that are coming so far. Of course, Toronto has the uh, Carabana. This is like like we're working. Um, with uh, our homies at Atlanta Influences Everything. Uh, shout out to uh, Bim and the crew out there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm liking the culture connection so far. And of course, I can only hope that Miami does something with, with, with that too, of course. But you never know. Inter we'll Miami doesn't seem to <laughs> like, you know, making those type of bold gestures. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, of course, again, shirt and again. Thank you to everybody that's um, that's that uh, ordered the, the pride tees. Thanks for being patient with us because my my press went on the fritz while I was out of town, and we're we just got getting back in order. So um, everybody who made orders, if I haven't already get it out to you, it should be on the way uh, way out this week, and um, uh, and we'll and we'll be uh, wrapped up with that. But yeah, it's been um been a good uh, good month everybody thank you to everybody who contributed to the um to pride team and um yes it's a uh, uh, good times and good vibes but um let's wrap this thing up let's get up here and two up and two down mean mark mr monday night what you got man <laughs> uh so for my first up I'm going to give a shout out to Megan Rapino, who, uh, of course, announced her retirement uh, from soccer uh, at the end of this year. Um, Just want to give her her flower. I mean, you know, just obviously the wonderful career she has, all the clutch goals and assists, um, you know, the big moments that she's been a part of on the field. But um, I think for me, what I'll remember for for, uh, Megan is everything off the field as well you know she was um she she put herself out there you know after Kaepernick did to the point where actually U.S. soccer had pretty much banned her you know without calling it a ban um and of course she had to um 
she had to concede a little bit on that, but she never stayed quiet, you know. Um, and I think it was, you know, at the end of the day, you fight your battles. Um, you know, you, in terms of the battles, you win some, you lose some, but you keep fighting the war. And I felt like Megan Rapino always did that. I mean, even today, you know, I see an article where, um, you know, she, uh, this was on CNN. I'm sure I listed one as well, where she's talking about, um, you know, these anti-trans laws that are, uh, you know, becoming the, you know, that are basically sweeping the nation state by state. Um, and her as a uh, female athlete, you know, one of the biggest, um, arguably the biggest women's team sport in the world. Uh, at, at their in the lead up to their event, using that platform to speak on that, you know, it's just so her, um, and I'm sure she won't stop fighting. And so I just, you know, there's not enough people like her. Um, and you know what? You know what really stood out to me when Crystal Dunn talked about her and got emotional. You know, it was just so real. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even imagine the conversation she, you know. But what, that's one of the things that Crystal talked about was just being able to talk to her about you know about anything about the things that she's going through and i'm sure i have no doubt in my mind they've had some real conversations so um yeah megan's a real one and uh you know we'll miss miss watching her play but i'm sure we won't miss her too much because i'm sure she'll still be visible um i don't know if i have any other ups at the moment i guess you know i'm excited for the Women's World Cup in general, um, you know this for the women to be able to get to have center stage for all the attention, um, you know that they they deserve not just the U.S. women, of course, all the other teams. Um, I think it's going to be an exciting field. You know, I feel like there's going to be a first time winner. Um, you know, so we'll see. But I'm definitely excited about that. For my downs, um, I guess I'll stick with the Women's World Cup for a second. You know, the cultural insensitivity. Guys, we, it's 2023. We don't need that. How many times we have to explain that the haka is not something that you, for you to do or mock or anything. Like, it just, and it's just like, it's the usual suspects, dog. Like, the Dutch oh have been God, here before, neither. right? The, the Spanish have been here before. Um, and not even just these particular teams, but like, it was, I think it was the... Spanish, uh, I want to say basketball federation, or yeah, yeah, you know who did the, you know the the eyes thing. I mean, I just, it just, guys, come on, that's obviously not acceptable, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just annoying. So you know, we don't need that. Leave that behind. Um, my second down, um, you know, I saw my buddy, I, my Twitter buddy, um, Nashville fan, talking about. Um, you know, him being disappointed about the lack of activity. We'll also see Charlotte fans talk about that. I mean, even uh, in here in Atlanta, um, you know, it's like we have this open designated player spot. What are we doing with it? And it's just uh, it's just an example, I think. And it just goes on and on every year where it's like MLS fans are like, hey, hey, billionaire, why aren't you spending money? Like... Why did you? Why are we paying these high ticket prices? And you know you're putting a so-so product on the field. Or we have a good team like Nashville, but we could use a little more. And you're like not really seeming like you want to do that. You know, it's just we can't do anything with these uh, wealthy dudes who have no ambition. So you know that's. I just feel like that's a 
we talk about it so much in so, in so many different ways, you know, the ambition of the league. And until that, to me, until that gets fully addressed, I don't think MLS is going to get to where it needs to. So, um, yeah, man, come on, guys. Let's, let's you know, be more ambitious. Let's, let's, let's give the fans what they want because they're definitely giving you what you want. Indeed, indeed. Devin the Dudeness, what you got, man? Um, yeah, I'm gonna piggyback off of um Mark second up. Definitely really excited for the Women's World Cup. Um, Washington Spirit have now seven players. We just announced just yesterday that another one of our players will be on the plane. Another uh, Gabby <laughs> Carl, our left back. She has been an absolute uh beast on the back line. So one million percent deserves it. So um, happy for her. Very sad for us and what that means for our back line. But, um, you know, I'm proud of our women anyway. Um, Yeah, no, we have a lot of events going on around the World Cup, around the group stages. Uh, We are hosting watch parties around the entire DMV. Um, 3 3 a.m., what's up? Uh, so we know we're doing a lot. We're definitely going to have watch parties like in the heart of DC. Um, for those that want to come out, please stay tuned to Spirit Socials for more information on that. Um, but it's going to be a good time. Um, I mean, we're, we're even hosting stuff up here in Baltimore. That's how like big we're doing it. So um, I'm really excited. I can't wait. Like, I really think this is going to be like one of the best tournaments we've ever we've ever seen. I would like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's weird. Like, of course, I always want the U.S. to win. But, like, yeah, I, I want to see somebody else, you know, win it for once, too. Um, I definitely think there's enough competition all around for it. Mm-hmm. So, very excited about that. And then um, here as well, um, All-Star Week is next week for MLS here. So, um, it will be here in D.C., um, it will be the Arsenal, the by far the greatest team the world has ever seen. It will be here in DC for the All Star Game. So very excited about that. Um, looking forward to it. Looking forward to uh, seeing some good people all around, and um, it's going to be a good event. So um, those are my two ups, downs. Um, you know, I'm in a good mood not really a lot of downs going on right now um definitely the hockey thing that mark talked about that was definitely uh frowned upon (laughs) heavily um but otherwise yeah nothing else really going on with me personally just you know house stuff i guess you know it's growing pains in a new house the stuff that still needs to be fixed and you know what's breaking down and just getting everything in that finding that perfect balance but happy to be in a home and uh we're gonna grow through it indeed indeed senior thundercat what you got man shout out to praise uh we're gonna we're gonna start with the up for uh for devin and they just got in the house right behind you sir right behind you and uh shout out and praise for, for Mark he didn't he didn't speak on it but praise <laughs> uh, Grego 
praise goes to you as well, my friend. I ain't doing that. I was gonna leave you out. I know. No, no, no. It's because you're always doing something. It's, it's, it's totally the opposite. I'm thinking you're not doing nothing because you're always doing something. Praise in advance. So, no, no, no. <laughs> holding it down because we you know we had the press down and Greg was holding down the store. Like I said, mentioned, he's holding down the, the the socials as well. So I've got to get my praises out to, to the team stuff first uh, before we leave here. Um, looking forward to to All Star Week for sure. Um, yeah, gonna try and just get out there and mix it up, dice it up. Looking forward to meeting Devin in person. That'd be cool. Um, and yeah, just uh, a little travel. Probably be my last little bit of travel for the remainder of the year. Maybe he'll um, finally come to it to the Atlanta game. <laughs> yeah, no, I will actually, um, but it will be to see Chelsea <laughs> and, uh, wow, wow. And, New- and, and, and Newcastle. Um, Got real. So, <laughs> big ups, big ups, and then I think I'm gonna slide in for the 18th to see uh, Senor Masser. Uh, but we'll see. Um, shout out if we can see Hazard as well, because you know, Have you sound the last yet? time I saw him was in. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Anything's crazy right now. This, this is the back off my the, the back of the ceiling season conversation. I really. mean, Miami, but, Miami just spending in, in ridiculous money. That's what I'm saying. I just, I just want like, I, I want to. I don't get to go to the matches, so this one match that I get to go see, I want to see everybody. I want Messi to be there. I want Hazard to be there. I want Busquets to be there. Already out of con. After Bambaataa, yeah, I mean, it's, it's gonna be. Yeah, it's, it, I wanted. I wanted to feel like a con, like a Mumbo con, or you know, like soccer con or whatever. <laughs> I guess Atlanta was. Atlanta did have soccer con, so full circle, boom, soccer boom. Yo, uh, yo, and then my down. Speaking of cons, did y'all did y'all did y'all see the NBA con? And y'all see like the opening of the Sphere? out in vegas that thing is is insane oh yeah i missed that so i watched that um i watched that get built for the couple days i was out there um it was right i, I had to be from, from my hotel i stayed at the uh the crockford and you could see it from the 62nd floor oh wow yeah but mm-hmm. it was pretty cool uh, if you haven't seen it i would implore you to go click on that just search sphere fucking cool vegas and yeah like the things that they can do with that thing is absolutely wild wild yeah if aliens weren't already here they would certainly be coming they were coming right there <laughs> i'm telling you because vegas is the spot bro I, don't, I didn't realize that why i didn't know this until a year ago but here we are um but yeah and then my downs um my uh, my uncle passed away, seventy four years old, Lewis Edmondson, uh, senior, and uh, yeah, it, it kind of hit me kind of hard, man. I'm not gonna lie. Um, so as a result of that, ended up going down to Miami, seeing some family. You know, the like you only see family when you someone dies or something like that. And I just kind of got like real upset about that with myself personally. Um, so just making it like a real big point to just. Um, begin to build up some of the relationships that I have lost or have been frayed from uh, you know just distance and time essentially between some of my family members on uh, on both sides of the point but yeah uh, it's just unfortunate that you know all that had to be predicated by my uncle passing um, so yeah that's definitely my down uh, just you know 
down on myself because uh, you know I want to do better uh, to kind of you know just be there for my family and, uh, and be there for my people. So uh, hence why I live with praise. So yeah, that's it. Um, I'll pass it off. Appreciate y'all. Um, couple th- uh, things. Um, actually, just to rewind a bit. Um, at the last uh, Atlanta at home, home game, uh, we had WWE superstar Xavier Woods do the Golden Spike um, uh, before the, before the match, and you know he's actually somebody that I've been wanting to do for for him to come through for a hot minute. And of course, we also all don't know he's uh, uh, actually an Atlanta native. Atlanta native. He went to school. Out in uh, Marietta, um, I'm trying to remember what, uh, which high school he went to, but um, he was actually uh, an amateur wrestling rival of Cody Rhodes. Like, there's actually a, a pretty well documented history on that. Uh, but uh, but yeah, came through. Uh, actually, came, came into the supporter section, got buck wild towards the end. Uh, I. I, I I can't say for certain, but I, I do know that uh, he may or may not have thrown some water after that he had to get off. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, like it, it was absolute vibe. vibe. Um, actually, um, uh, we posted up uh, a video of um, of his stuff from that game, and um, actually had a chance to chop it up real quick with him um, um, in, in the uh, on Twitter. And uh, I sent him the video of, of, of what we recorded and everything. I don't know if I if I if I overindulge too much as far as you know the conversation because I all of a sudden it was like okay we're done. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was uh cool to to see that again. Like I, I I knew I was like if he ever does does the spike, he's gonna have a good time. And I and I, and I knew he I was like he's going to come in the sports section. I just absolutely knew it. I was like, there's just no way that he wouldn't, but and he did not disappoint. Um, again, shout out to the keepers right now. Cause again, Matt Thank Turner's uh, performance, um, uh, I guess Canada, uh, Trafford in the U 21 Euro finals. First of all, th- those last five minutes of that game were absolutely wild. <laughs> And apparently it didn't stop um, after the final whistle. Apparently they got into it after the game as well. Um, Cashley Cole even got sent off uh, off the England bench. Like just chaos. Like you would have thought that it was Concacaf, but it's, it's, it, was, it was the Euros. Wild shit. But um, but yeah, shout out to the keepers, man. Um, um, one thing that me and Mark. Uh, did not uh, mention when it came to things uh, Atlanta <sighs> just when you get a moment <laughs> when the like it's not even your fault this time but you, you, you managed to put your foot you managed to be an asshole towards one of your players that mind you he's just going on low for those of y'all that don't know Franco Ibarra one of our midfielders uh, so here, here's what happened because of course MLS roster rules are stupid we had another player who was out on loan um, in Argentina his loan got cut short when he had to come back it threw our roster compliance out of whack so what the front office did was send 
um, Ibarra up to Toronto for us to be roster compliant. Now, again, that's stupid MLS rules. However, according to uh, our man uh, Felipe Cardenas of the Athletic, uh, who got a uh, he got word from Franco that one he didn't want to leave. Two, when uh, Carlos Bocanegra called him, basically he was like, "Yeah, you're, you're leaving. There's no choice here. Like that's that's basically it." And and God God bless Franco for doing this. He actually still came to pre- uh, train the next day, tried to get dressed, said, "Hey, I'm with y'all, man. I ain't going nowhere." <laughs> and like yeah, basically had to get forced to go back home and said, "Nah, you ain't like." You can't you can't train man like you're you're going to Toronto, and and mind you it it's it's something that that um, has been talked about all the time as far as just being able to be traded and sent off to to wherever whenever um, without without mutual consent, and in the case of a bar of course you're talking about a player from Argentina who. So already coming here and making this his home. But now you're telling him not just are you getting traded, you're getting traded to Toronto, to technically another country, and having to yep. go through their um, paperwork and everything as far as getting cleared. And and then, of course, like you said, like he doesn't want to go to Toronto because Toronto sucks. So it, it, it doesn't look good on the front office in, in a moment where, again, this wasn't even their fault this time. But they still managed to, to to make it to where they look like the, the assholes here. And uh, could we not have sent the other player to Toronto and stuff? Yeah. That, that, that's that's the thing though. Is like it all comes down to like who is wanted at that particular time. And like I guess nobody wanted Sosa, which of course, given how he played uh, this past weekend, so it's a damn good thing that, that he was available because um, we actually got a rare uh, road win. Mm-hmm. And given like everyone else that that's that's available, it's like, hey, I guess he was the only one that that somebody wanted. Of course, I'd be like, can can you at least send me to Chicago? Can you send me to the send me to Miami? I said that I'm pretty sure like they'll they, they'll we'll get they'll get swept under the rug, no problem. Just send me somewhere other than Toronto. So. But yeah, mm-hmm. that man's about to have a, a, a weather shock, a culture shock. You speak French. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's going to be a lot. <laughs> it's, it's like, and um, of course, bro, they, and I, mind I, you, like they're going yeah. through a coaching change them, themselves. So mm-hmm. like, there's, yeah, there's yeah. A, a lot of stuff that's up there. So again, this was an opportunity to not come up as an asshole. And like and like he said in the uh, athletic article, it will be one thing if if they came to him a week ago and said hey this is the situation but they basically just said like hey the, the night before anything was announced they, they called him the night before and said hey you're getting traded I mean that might be better than what most people get but still it's, it's still sus at the end of the day ruthless it's, you know, I mean and tough. this has been a th- just uh, you know just to piggyback off of that real quick like this has been a theme with Bocanegra you know like I have it on good word that so Anton Walks was allowed to leave to Charlotte in the expansion. And I have it on good word that he wasn't told much, you know, basically like, hey, you're out and that's it, you know. And he's someone who, another person with a young family that would have liked to stay in Atlanta. Um, Nagby. Yeah, 
mm-hmm. would have liked to stay in Atlanta had he been treated correctly. And instead, weeks after we win MLS Cup, he's not in training camp because he's pissed and wants out already. He actually, he wanted out right then and he ended up staying one more season and then they let him go home and they let the narrative be that he wanted to go home. No, he was ready to stay in Atlanta, dog. Like, Bocanegra... They they were negged on him. They were negged on him. What's fascinating to me about Bocanegra, aside from the fact that he's obviously just bad at his job, is that he does not... There's no indication that he's good at relationships, which is like, one, the most important thing, in my opinion, in, you know, general manager... Um, type <laughs> roles because like you need to you need to be able to maintain those relationships with players like that oh, how you treat players they that word carries you know that's part of your reputation and then you know having those relationships with other general managers and you know and front offices in the league to where you can strike deals to what you know when you need to and it's just instead we get fleeced by other teams like it's just it's Bokenegger's so bad at his job, and it's just wild to me that people still defend him and just find other ways. Not a, it, like just if you can't really defend him at this point, so you just find ways uh, to talk about something else. Like, oh well, he's still getting paid. Oh well, it's just a loan. Oh well, I mean, and, that, and, that, and that's and that's the thing. Like, it's just a loan, so that means that and from how they tried to initially paint it, they still see him as someone that. They they obviously want to bring back, uh, but you've left such a nasty taste in how they did. They pulled off this loan that when he comes back, like how how is that relationship going to be um, you know mended back up? And I think that's something that again, relationships, communication, that's something that Bocanegra has shown time and time again that either he does not care. Or he is not that good at, at, at that part of the job. And that's something that I think for someone, for a team that has the level of ambitions that, that we claim to have, that's something that's, that's, that's going to be a deterrent against, you know, team players who want to come here because they're like, hey, I got to deal with this asshole. Nah, I'm good. Exactly. Honestly, I think that's the big reason that we haven't really had a high profile player. Um, come since the whole Nagri thing. I mean, we have Almada, sure, but that's we're doing some things. I feel like that's kind of where we're getting by is like the guys of American South American players who are coming to what they feel is like a big a step up for for them. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, okay, sure. I'm, I'm, I, don't, I feel like they don't get that information honestly. But then you know you got Joseph Martinez saying same, same shit, shit. Mm-hmm. And, 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 that, and that's becoming a way to. Cons- way too persistent occurrence here and like I said I think that serves against what we want to do as, as, as a team but hope, hopefully we'll get through this season and we can finally say thank you fuck you bye to Bocanegra but um, but yeah um, one last thing again next week uh, is MLS All-Star Weekend TK will be out there I believe uh Rashad is, um, Rashad will is be coming out there up here. As well. Bad news is, I won't be there. Uh, mm. The uh, the powers that be at my jobs actually they're they're, they're calling me up for uh, a pretty big project, and um, nice. I'm trying to you know get some extra ducats in in, in these wallets, so I got to do it. So um, I will not be there. But again, um, between. Devin, T, 
TK, uh, Mayor Kane, of course, can't, can't forget um, Ellen Ty uh, as well. You know, we'll, 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 we'll be fine. Of course, the you know, definitely looking forward to uh, the opportunities from, for them. Definitely looking forward to uh, linking back up with um, with Devin and um, and Ty. And uh, actually, it'll, it'll still be a good time. And, uh, you know, the next, the next couple of weeks are going to be really, really fun for the team. And like I said, for, for the game as a whole. So, again, World Cup, Women's World Cup about to start. MLS All-Star Game is going to be a good time. So, definitely look forward to sharing that with y'all. On, of course, you can catch on conversation continues on the social FTC UTD Facebook Twitter Instagram and Threads we in there listen listen last week was funny as hell when we came just signed up for all these new accounts because mind you, we you had Spill who launched last week. You had Threads that launched last week. The Blue Sky, Sky Blue. I, I, I don't. Or, I don't. Yeah, we, we don't have an invite code for that one, so we're not on that one. So don't look yeah, for you got, you got it. You got it. Apparently, that was G14 classified. I don't know nobody. No, got, no, no. Got we, 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 we got one. Okay, Pause. We do have one. TK has one. I just haven't swapped it over to FTC. It's it's in the works, folks. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I, I'm I'm good with threads. I do need them to, 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 to at least make a browser interface because I can't be on my phone all day. I need them to fix that. <laughs> well, I mean, threads is just like the powers to be, just buying it to the establishment. That's what I'm saying. Thing that, like, that one, you, so, you got you got to you, you know you whatever. Gotta, I, I I would spill. You got a browser interface for Facebook. You got a browser interface for, for Instagram. Go ahead and hook it up for um for threads. I and mean, just go ahead and do that. Because like I said, I can't be as 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 much as people be talking about I'm, they'd be on their phone all day on threads. Like I, I need I need them to fix some things so that way it's I can go we can go ahead and just jump off of Twitter and just do threads. But we'll see how that goes. So far, this this first week, it's been it's been fun. It's it's, it's been it's a whole lot less toxic than than in Twitter, but you just got, got to clean up some things. So, well, first, Mark is always listening. Yeah, so we'll get there. You can find us on there, and um, I said the, the party continues there. But um, of course, until then, you know, again, uh, we'll catch y'all in in DC. Um, we'll figure out recording for um, for next week. Maybe maybe we'll get some content up there. Like like so, we'll figure things out. But um, and if we do, we will let y'all yeah, know. We got some stuff planned for y'all. Shout out to um. Atlanta Fan TV uh, had a chance to record with them um, over the weekend after the Atlanta game. Um, it's still on YouTube, I believe. So if you want to see my face, it's on there. But um, yeah, until then, for the entire Cultureverse, Shea Butter, Two Cents, Wakanani, Dreaming of Freedom, Cannot Kick It, Two Cents Show, and of course us. Make sure you make sure you hit, hit us all up. And um, until then, the culture's real. The culture's everywhere. Um... Northwest is nasty, though. That's all I got. We'll see y'all soon, and we out. <laughs> FTC U T D.